Hey guys, welcome to the Dirty Zen Podcast. I am your host, Landon, and this is the first ever episode um, of the podcast. I've never done a podcast before. I'm not sure how it's going to go, but I'm giving it everything I've got, so hopefully you like it. I am excited to introduce this one to you because this podcast is going to be all about spirituality and self-development, things I'm most passionate about, but hopefully it's a nice touch to your morning routine. So I myself love coffee. I am quite literally infatuated with it. I'm a coffee connoisseur, if you will. And my favorite part of the day is the morning. So I wanted to make a podcast that you can enjoy in your mornings. Hence the subtitle for the series, Morning Traditions. In this series, I'll sit down with a cup of coffee of my choice and just chat with you guys for a bit about all things spirituality and self-development. You know, maybe you're getting up in the morning and you like to have a cup of coffee of your own tea if you prefer maybe you're going to the gym to work out or going to your favorite coffee shop to get some work done hopefully this podcast is is something that you can add to those experiences and it can be somewhat of a morning tradition for you but first and foremost let's just introduce myself a bit talk more about the topic that i've chosen for the first ever episode which is me being transgender and how that relates to my spiritual path, the way in which I perceive things. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what it means to be transgender and how it looks in the spiritual realm of things. I think a lot of people who are not in this experience are curious to the way in which we perceive you know, our self-inquiry. And I want to clear up some some misconceptions and share my experience so that somebody out there who doesn't understand can better understand me and other individuals who are trans or maybe you yourself are transitioning and you're also looking into spirituality and you want to know how can this relate to you know the things that I'm learning about in, in spirituality and the question who am I now let's just dive into the episode the topic for today so yeah if you don't know already if you are coming to this podcast and you have no idea who i am um you wouldn't know that i was trans although i i just told you in the beginning (laughs) but nonetheless i yes i've transitioned so i went from biologically female to male and basically if you're transitioning that's how it happens you just go from one gender and you transition into the opposite if that's how you feel inside if that's what you resonate with and i would say my soul feels more male than it does female and so naturally i made the transition so i was seeing a doctor for a little while i got on hormones was able to transform myself physically so that um you know the outside kind of matches the inside and people often ask are you happy do you regret it no i would never regret it yes i'm the happiest i've ever been and part of the reason is because of my self-development journey so a lot of people have this misconception that if you're trans and you're practicing self-inquiry you can kind of get lost in the sauce and lost in your own suffering with these labels that you may be identifying with or clinging to. And keep in mind that, yes, your 
transgender identity, any identity, whether it's your sexual orientation or how you just identify, you know, you like your gender, um, that can cause you suffering and pain when you cling to the identity. But the difference for me is I recognize that these labels um, do us some good in the way that they describe who we are so that we can share ourselves with other people and give them some sort of baseline or structure that they can begin to understand us and our journey so people are able to comprehend what it means when I say I'm transgender. However, the more I dive into my spirituality, the more I have learned for myself that when you're practicing self-inquiry, it goes behind all labels and all identities, even beyond your physical body. Who you really are is beyond your physical body, beyond gender. And the more I recognize this, the more I started to play around with the idea that maybe I was non-binary. If you don't already know, and trust me when I say this, I don't even know myself the true definition of what it means to be non-binary because I don't identify that way. And to be honest, I haven't taken the time to learn more about it. So I only know like a surface level understanding of it. But basically, from what I understood, it was more so about not identifying with either male or female it was kind of just like this is me this is who i am and i don't feel that i'm either and from a spiritual perspective that really encapsulated how i felt spiritually speaking because i felt that i was beyond gender and so i recognized that i was holding a balance between masculine and feminine energy but um, i knew that i was beyond gender as a whole. So I thought maybe I'm non-binary. Maybe I'll just tell people I'm non-binary. But I decided not to collect that label. I figured it didn't really describe me totally and completely because we were still missing the fact that I had transitioned from one gender to the next. And so I decided to just say to people that I'm transgender. But the point at which it doesn't cause me pain and doesn't cause me suffering is because I'm not walking through my life day to day over identifying with that label and now if i was i could see the point at which i would be ultimately depressed or feel down about myself or feel not good enough because i would be continuously harping on the idea that i was born biologically different than how i feel and a lot of people who are transitioning do feel this way they do feel a great amount of pain and suffering because of this. And I don't want to say that it's wrong because I don't think emotions as a whole are wrong. But I do, however, see the trap and the limitation that comes when you cling to certain identities. And so I made a video about this if you want to go check it out on my YouTube channel. It's about my transgender experience, and I go more in depth in that video, and I really talk about the specifics of, of how everything works for me, which I'm going to touch a little bit about those key points that I mentioned in that video. So one of those points I made was, it's like making tea, you know, with a tea bag. You just, you make the tea, and you don't really think about it. You're not saying to yourself, I am the tea. I am identifying with the tea. 
unless you're really deep into your meditation practices <laughs> and you're purposely practicing um, being consciously aware of whatever it is you're doing. But most times, when you're making a cup of tea, you're just making it, right? And so that's how I feel in my experience being trans. It's like I do what I do every day and I don't think about it. I, I rarely think about my physical body. Um, maybe sometimes, but I more so appreciate who I am and the experiences that I'm able to have being trans than I do like cursing myself. And so, yeah, I, I really don't think about it, even the way I dress and present myself. Everything I'm doing feels natural to me. So because I've made the transition from doing something or behaving in a way that felt unnatural and doing the things that feel more natural to me um, basically allow me the opportunity to not even think about what I'm doing because if it feels natural, why, why do you have to think about it? You're just doing it. And so the more I just do it and identify less and remember who I really am at my core, my true essence, the more I move behind my identity. And so I try my best not to let it get in the way. And I think most times it doesn't. I do, however, know and am familiar with people who are having this experience of being transgender and they're clinging on to the labels and allowing it to bring them more suffering, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's a part of their, you know, karmic predicaments as much as it is a part of mine. And I'm going to explain next why it's such a necessary part of our karmic path. And one of the things I recognize when it comes to people judging you and judging the fact that you're trans, people are often making assumptions about what it may look like for me spiritually or the ways in which it's holding me back. But I would say to challenge that, that we can't make assumptions about other people's journeys and about what their karma is supposed to look like. Because in essence, um, we're always learning from whatever it is we're experiencing. And so I would say to these people that you don't really know on which levels, the ways in which this experience is serving me either for, you know, my benefit in the sense of bringing me joy or the ways in which it does make me suffer. But either way, it's more so my business, you know? <laughs> like, one of the things I realize is I'm not here to over-exaggerate my label to, say, to, to other people and walk around all the time saying, I'm trans, I'm trans. Like, that's not really me, but I am authentic enough to share a piece of who I am without any shame or fear. Another misconception that kind of strays away from spirituality as a whole, but if we're just on the basis of talking about transgender people and how we often react and respond to others. There's a misconception that all of us are very reactive and very sort of frustrated and angry if people um, disrespect us or don't understand us. And although I've seen individuals react out of their own anger and frustration, I myself can see 
that's if somebody's willing to learn about me um, in a respectful way, like they respect me, they're just really confused and their heart is open enough to hear what I have to say without creating a space where it feels like an argument, then I am fully ready to share with you what it is that I've experienced and the way I'm perceiving situations if people are, you know, willing to listen. And if they're not, you can sort of have your discernment whether or not that person is open enough to hear what you're saying or if they're just listening to to what you're saying and listening to your words so that they can build their own argument against that. You know, it's it's not like they're in the space to to find middle ground. They more so want to tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> and that's another thing we learn on the spiritual path, having that discernment and having um, the ability to see who is vibrating on the same frequency as you and who is sort of um, still learning from these opportunities of asserting, you know, opinions and judgments and wanting to be right. And so it's easier for me to be less reactive and more um, just willing to walk away from people who are disrespectful. So if you were to ask me, you know, like, how do you deal with that kind of thing? Um, I would tell you that I put myself in situations and around people where I'm respected. And if for some reason I am not, I immediately remove myself from the situation and I do not communicate how I feel at all, whether I'm agreeing or disagreeing with someone who is disrespecting me. I simply just leave and it can be as easy as that. So yeah, that's, that's just something I wanted to share because some people think like, oh, we're all just so angry and we're all just going to like bite your head off and tell you you're wrong and that you should respect us. I mean, I'm not like telling you you should, but I am setting that as an expectation for myself because well i i love myself and i want to be treated with respect and so the reason we hold certain expectations is not because we can't love other people unconditionally but we want to love ourselves and respect ourselves and so the reason we hold that expectation is to do so to fulfill that promise to ourselves Something else I realized is whether you're trans or you're cisgendered, meaning you haven't transitioned at all, we all have and hold masculine and feminine energy. If you're talking in terms of spirituality, um, energy is all around us. Everything is energy. Everything is made up of energy. And every individual, whether you are female or male, you have masculine and feminine energy residing within you. Now, a lot of people don't know it or can't access the balance between the two because one energy is repressed. And oftentimes this happens because of the way we were conditioned growing up, the things that we were told, or our own internal struggles when it comes to the way we are allowing ourselves to express ourselves in the most authentic way. If we're, if we're not allowing ourselves to be authentic and do certain things it can cause a huge imbalance and it can enable us to repress certain energies 
whether it be male or female. So for instance, a lot of people are conditioned into the idea of gender roles that males and females should do these lists of characteristics and habits and if you go outside of that well i hate to tell you but you're not normal <laughs> what is normal anyways but yeah we have this conditioning on things we should and shouldn't do so you know this starts when, when we're really young and we're growing up and the way we're raised so you know one of the things i realized is if I was born biologically female and everyone around me and my family knew that, they were ultimately going to raise me um, in an environment that would, um, I don't want to say support because that's not the word, but they more so place their beliefs and expectations onto me and their conditioning when it comes to a female, you know, growing up in the female world. What are the conditions and the expectations for young females? So, you know, I had all of that growing up. I had that experience. But what I've realized is because I'm trans and because I transitioned from, from female to male, I didn't experience what it was like to grow up as a male. Like I didn't have that conditioning for that other side of the coin. So therefore, I didn't experience that toxic masculinity with inside myself. I didn't repress anything that was feminine. I was already in touch with my feminine energy, if anything, not really being able to express my masculine. But I feel that that experience allowed me the opportunity to recognize that as I step into being male and being perceived in the world by other people as a male, that I'm able to not repress myself in any way and hold the balance between the masculine and feminine energies that most men will not allow themselves to do. And that that allowed me to see the ways in which a lot of men are constricted, the ways in which they repress certain things or characteristics because they feel it's too feminine, or they feel they can't do something that is feminine in the first place because it undermines them as a man. I myself don't even feel that way and I'm trans, so you would think I would have a harder time or that I would struggle with that, but I'm actually proud I'm proud that I have the balance within myself and that the way I move through the world is within this balance, this alignment inside myself. So I feel that I, I play with both in that one is certainly not repressed. So some people think that, oh, well, if you transition from female to male, then maybe on some level your female energy is your feminine energy is repressed and some people do experience this if you're wanting to transition from one gender to the opposite that you want to get as far away from it as you can and you know i might have experienced that at first in the beginning of my journey but of course the more you learn on your self-development journey the more you begin to change how you feel and the way you're allowing yourself to 
to be authentic and express yourself. You want to be in balance. You want to be in alignment. So I personally feel that I do hold that balance and that it's possible for every person, even if you're transitioning from male to female and you feel that you've repressed one energy over the, the other, it is possible for you to find that balance. But yeah, having an imbalance like that creates huge shadows and the energetic imbalance is something that affects the way we um, you know, perceive things and the way we're able to feel. Like we could be super unhappy because we feel we're not allowed to do certain things because we've been told by the world if you do those things that you're not normal or it's not good and you know, you can begin to suffer because you feel like you can't express who you really are. So authenticity is super important. But you know, I've been talking about the imbalances for men, but females can also experience this imbalance of repressing their masculine energy. For women, it would more so look like not taking charge or being non-confrontational, not wanting to take authority which is seen as a more masculine energy. And, you know, both masculine and feminine energies are just as important. You know, it's not like one's better than the other. They're both equal. There is no hierarchy. But those imbalances for women can, can appear and can happen. And so if you're noticing those things, that would be your indication that your masculine energy is being repressed. Um, so yeah, I, I use this experience to my advantage. Um, I could let it bring me down. I could let it bring me suffering. But the more I um, observe it and the more I see the ways in which it's brought me more opportunity, the more I'm able to share these experiences and teach more about it. And because I am who I am and because we all are, you know, expressing ourselves within the LGBT community, um, because we're being authentic, that opens up people's hearts. It shows them a deeper place in them inside themselves where they can connect to unconditional love, even if they have pre preconceived notions or opinions and judgments they really care for someone they know and they know that they're trans or that they're gay and bisexual lesbian whatever it'd be easier for them to just move beyond that and to say you know what I still care and I still love this person and that right there is the unconditional love coming through so it's super important for people like us to be proud of who we are and to share more of our experiences. I realized that I am capable of awakening that unconditional love inside of other people. And people who accept me are here to support and love me. And people who are not are free to go. But it is not my job to appease everyone and to make everyone comfortable. It is up to them to do so. And by living authentic, I stand in my truth, and I speak my truth, and I encourage everyone to do so if you're experiencing this transition in life as well. 
but yeah this is just a little bit about me <laughs> maybe a lot about me it was kind of a bombshell of a topic i think it was like something that was really deep for the first episode i could have just came in here and just tread around tread around things real lightly and just sort of introduce a little bit about myself and my life so yeah i mean hopefully you got something beneficial out of this hopefully you got something valuable out of this and hopefully your awakening to your morning knowing that there's new possibilities new perspectives and a new way of being so with that being said i guess i will talk to you guys in the next episode thank you for being here with me this morning i have finished my cup of coffee and i am ready for a second one so i will see you guys in the next episode peace and namaste Thank you.